G'day and welcome to the Beyond the Message podcast for another bonus episode. It is great to have you here listening. Hey, my name is Lockie. I'm the host of this experience and really my job is to help guide those 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message that you can grow your faith all throughout the week. Single people or people who are dating, we are talking to you today. So you can still listen if you're married or engaged or wherever you are in your relational journey, but this is specifically for those who are single or dating because we're talking about five rules for dating. So Chris and I, we walk through those rules. As Chris mentions, um, we didn't come up with these rules. We think they're incredibly helpful tips and we would have liked those on our dating journey as well. We hope this blesses you and that you can have stronger relationships as a result of hearing this. Bonus episode, love dates and heartbreaks. Bonus episode number one. I'm so excited, Chris. I didn't even know there was a bonus episode number two, but now I'm excited to find out what that's about. I know, exactly. Wait. I'll tell you eventually. Um, but bonus episode number one, here we are. Rules for dating. Some rules for dating. Today, we're going to teach you how to set up your Tinder profile so that <laughs> you can get any single person you like that is that is class. I I actually don't think Tinder existed when I was single. There you go, seven years. Or if it did, uh, if it cool. did, it's very earliest inception. I'm going to Google that while we're talking. Like, when when was Tinder created? And I mean, there was online dating before that, but I feel Tinder, like, I feel Tinder was the the just the the young person's like quick fix to it. You know. Yeah. Well, look, when I was. Yeah, online dating was still a bit weird. Um, like it wasn't a thing that you told people about if you did it. Cause like apps weren't that big. Like this was still, I mean like app, like apps weren't the same thing that they are today. There's still a lot of desktop sort of stuff. Tinder was created in 2012, September, 2012. 2012. So I was, I was, um, I was still floating around at that point. Oh, there you go. Okay. Right. I mean, I was with Emma like in September, 2012. So. Yep. I guess I would have never needed. Yeah, sorry. I was. I go. already had a girlfriend when Tinder came out, so that's why well, I was on Tinder. You're just you're one step ahead of everyone, Chris. I don't know if that's it. <laughs> well, how good is this? We we're not going to be talking about that today. Um, in fact, I don't even know what we're talking about, Chris. You're the one that's kind of leading this little bonus episode. Um, mm. I, is it five five rules for dating that we're going to kind of go through today? Well, yeah, five rules. They're not original with me. I've stolen them off people, um, but I like them and they made sense. And I think they're going to be really, really helpful for anyone that's trying to navigate dating at the moment. There's some rules that I wish I had had when yeah. I was dating and in that world. So they're kind of like, I kind of look at, I've kind of looked at the, the things that didn't go so well in my dating life. <clears throat> not that it was a big thing. Um, which is probably why I had to come up with some rules because I was like, what what didn't work? What didn't I like about it? What were some things I wish I'd navigated better? And then I searched um, and had a look and uh, talked about some um, and found some people who have some really good kind of thoughts on dating. Um, and so I wanted to share five of them. But I, the, here's the reason why I wanted to do that is because, so when Paul's kind of writing to the Corinthians, Paul says this thing, it's not, and it's not specifically about dating, but it's about kind of relationships in general. And he says this, when I was a child, I spoke and I thought and I reasoned as a child, but when I grew up, I put away childish things. And 
unfortunately for me, just as someone who's observing dating culture, um, I just think it's pretty childish, right? I think the whole of culture of dating and around it is, um, is kind of childish. And, um, and when I hear people talk about dating, it's, it's very rarely I put away childish things. And often what they say about dating is like, dating is complicated. Like it's, I don't know, like, what do I put in my profile? Like when's it, when's an okay time to text back? Like, yeah. should I, should I share this about myself? Like how fast is too fast? Like what is go like he ghosted me or she ghosted me? Like what? Like, yeah. You just know that like, um, it's funny as when like girls are texting, you know, that this, this text, that's like a paragraph long. They have got together and crafted this thing. Then they sent it to their English teacher for a draft and got it back before they sent it to you. And you, I can't imagine like as a teenage guy dating and and like going through some of these like text messages that it's just like, whoa, that is just, that would be hard to, to kind of get at the moment. I, yeah. And I just think like, as long as you have this, this approach, you're kind of like, it's complicated. And that's your approach to romance or sexual attraction and relationships. I just think that's that's like your relationships will always be childish because they'll always be complicated. And I'm going to say some things. And if you've thought, if, if you've ever felt that you're dating relationships or you've kind of, you felt that there's some impatience or that people are easily angered or they're just self-seeking or they're like, it's hard to keep their attention because they're easily distracted or they're, they're just rude in general. Uh, those are all characteristics of children. Right. Those are all characteristics of children. And, and I don't want those words to characterize your dating relationship. I don't want you to be like, Oh, well, he was so rude. And like, Oh, I said this one thing. And like, like he asked me out and I kind of said no. And then he got angry at me. And I just, I just don't think that's a good experience for people to be having. And so I'm hoping some of these rules help uncomplicate the process of dating. Very yeah. good. Well, before we get into our rules, I've got a few things mm-hmm. to start with. Excellent. Number one, I'm glad these aren't ours. I'm glad that, that there's a combination of, I'm sure, some original thought, but a lot of inspiration yes. from well-seasoned people uh, and professionals yes. in this field. So that's good. Number mm-hmm. two, I'm surprised Riley Brown didn't get the call up. Um, and if, if he was in one of these rules, it would be all about making a date from The Bachelor look amateur because I just hear Riley and, and how he plans some of those dates, him and Talitha, um, Pretty, pretty impressive. Um, maybe, so you would have maybe there nothing needs to, to be another rest. bonus episode on how to plan a date. <laughs> how to plan a date. That's how to it. Plan a date. Um, but I mean, we don't have anything in this list that's like, uh, you know, around like, here's exactly what you should do, right? It's just, mm-hmm. we're just talking more principles. Here's some, the, here's some principles for dating. Riley will tell you all the tactics of how you plan a date. How to plan a date. Uh, But the last thing I wanted to say is like, this isn't an exhaustive list. Um, I'm sure there's many other things you could say or many things we did miss, or you might have your own opinion on some stuff and that's okay. Um, This isn't like the five rules you should paint on your wall and live by. Here's some five helpful tips and rules for, for I think these are five helpful. And I think if you, if you just kind of like, cause there's so much you could focus on in dating. So my goal with this is just kind of to narrow the focus a little bit. And I think if you kind of narrow the focus and you kind of nail these five, that'll set you on a really, really good foundation moving yeah. forward to kind of figure out, hey, what are the other ones I want to incorporate in? Awesome. And actually, the last thing I'd say is send it to a friend. If you have someone who might benefit from this episode, send it to them um, because we would like to get 
uh, spread this message as far as we can, but also we know it could benefit um, a lot of people who might be struggling with similar things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, how good is that? Let's Love get it. into it. I've, I feel like I should play some background music, some jazz. <laughs> you can play Jesse McCartney like I was. I could, before. yeah, that's right. That's right. Chris, number one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the, de- the rule and, I'm, and then I'm going to um, ask you to explain it if that's all right i love this yeah very good rule number one ask people on dates yeah people might write me off as being too old school here but just just use the word date okay stop saying stop saying hey do you want to hang out or do you want to do something sometime okay like that's not that's not giving anyone any clarity that's kind of like what does that even mean? Like, do you want to hang out? Like, what will we be doing while we hang out? Like, do I want to do something sometime? Like, when, where, how, what? <laughs> like, um, I think clarity, it just show, it shows respect to the other person when you're really clear. And I think clarity also takes planning, right? If someone comes up to you on a date, think about this, if someone comes up and they ask you on a date and they don't have a plan, I would just say straight off the bat, they're probably not someone that you're going to want to spend the rest of your life with. And I would just say that because if they can't be bothered to make a plan for what they want to do for an hour and a half with you for a couple of hours, how are they going to make a plan for the important things in life? Like, how are they going to make a plan to buy a house? How are they going to make a plan to like have a career? Like they can't even figure out a two hour window of their time on a particular day. Um, So ask people on dates. And here's an example. If you're kind of like, well, I've never done that. I don't know how to do it. Here's, Here's a really easy example. I got a couple of tickets for the Broncos match next Friday. If you're available, I would love to take you with me. Chris, I'm going to stop you right there. Mm. I'm going to just analyze this sentence you said. <clears throat> yes. You just told this girl that you enjoy watching losers play on a Friday <laughs> night that can't win a match. So I don't know if that's if I've that's told this girl that I'm far. loyal. That's what I've told her because I still turn up. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good example. I like it. It's time, date. There it is. It's just, and then, and here's, here's what it does, right? Because I think there's kind of this tension of like, oh, well, what if I get rejected? Okay. So what if you do? That's fine. But don't ask in such a way that like the person actually doesn't know what they're accepting because people who are serious are kind of going to be like, what are that, what is that person on about? And might say no. But the other thing is if you're very upfront about it and you say, hey, I want to take you on a date. I got a thought. Now the ball is in their court, so they can sweat a little bit. They can say, hey, i got to check my calendar. i got to decide, right? Because now they got to figure out. But at least if you're very direct, it's clear, it's honouring. And now the ball's in the other person's court to make a decision. I've got one for the, the um, fast and loose. Someone like, you know, I think you've already said that, like people who are just like, oh, whatever, whatever. But like that, you know, that, their advice is like set a date, make a plan, like, you know, plan something, make, make an effort into this space. But then on the flip side of that for the, for the overanalyzer is to do the same thing, but to understand that you don't have to um, name your first child on the first date. You don't have to set your wedding venue. All right. Like it's, there's a, there's two sides of that coin there. Agreed. Agreed. And that's probably covered in, in our, in our second rule. Second rule. Agree Mm -hmm. to dates. Yeah. You're not agreeing to name your first child if you agree to a date, okay? And this is particularly for Christians because people who aren't Christians are listening to this podcast and be like, well, of course not. Like you wouldn't do it. <laughs> Christians are weird, all right? Like they, 
you, you and Christians know, like, if you find out someone's like been on a date in your church, like, oh my goodness, when's the wedding? Stop that. Stop that. That's rubbish. Um, but here's what I mean by when I say agree to dates. If someone says, do you want to hang out? Don't, don't agree to that. Don't agree to hang out. Don't agree to do something sometime. If someone asks you, hey, do you want to do something sometime? Ask them, do you have something specific in mind? And if they don't, then don't be bothered making a plan to hang out with them. If they can't be bothered to make a plan with you, then don't be bothered making a plan with them. But if they, if they say, hey, here's, here's the plan, then agree to the date. Agree that because you take all the pressure off of yourself. You're not trying to figure out if they're your soulmate on night one or on lunch date one or on coffee date one. You're just agreeing to have a conversation. That's it. Just agree. If people take the time to ask, why not just agree? What's there to lose? Yeah, that's good. Let's move on to rule number three. Don't ever mistreat anyone, even if they don't seem to mind being mistreated. What an interesting rule there. Yeah. And I said that because I don't know whether you've experienced this lock, but there's like in friendship groups, you kind of always, there's, you, I've seen people get strung along, like guys and girls both. Like they've just got strung along by someone of the opposite gender. And um, you, you know, looking from the outside, the other person isn't interested, but it's just like, you can't tell your friend that they're just like, no, 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 there's a, there's a, there's a sliver or we, we, they texted me back this week or we called or we hung out for the first time in like three months. Like, and and if you're someone who's doing this i'm going to be i'm going to be direct let me call it direct um don't mislead someone don't string someone along because that's what cowards do cowards mislead people because cowards don't have the courage to tell people the truth and and you might get annoyed you might want to click out of the podcast that's fine um but i just got to tell you the truth that um, that you're not actually what you're interested in is not actually honoring the person, right? To say to say that like maybe oh well you know I don't want to hurt their feelings like that's incredibly demeaning, and what it also communicates is that you can't handle the truth. You can't handle telling someone the truth because you don't want to tell them the truth about the fact that you're not interested, and so you'd rather lead them along and hurt their feelings more rather than have a hard conversation. And I think when it comes to like dating in general, it's okay to hurt someone's feelings. Like, it's okay to say, hey, I'm actually not that interested in you. That's okay to do. What's not okay is to avoid hurting someone's feelings to protect yourself from feeling the discomfort of telling someone mm. the truth. Yeah. Um, because uncomfortable conversations, they require a fair bit of courage. So be courageous and don't ever mistreat someone, even if they don't mind being strung along. You need to be honest with them. I would say also you're going to have a lot more uncomfortable conversations in a relationship anyway. So like the amount you're going to have in your dating life and when you then get engaged and start talking to your in-laws about finances and wedding plans and then get married and like you're going to have a lot of uncomfortable conversations. So I would get good at having uncomfortable conversations now, um, whether that's actually with mm. your boss, with your family, like get good at it because you're going to need that skill set at some point and dating is just like the the prime opportunity where everything collides mm -hmm. into just a lot of uncomfortable stuff yep yep and you get better at it as time goes on you do i hope so i hope i do <laughs> rule number four chris don't allow yourself to be mistreated 
quite simply, there's not a lot to this rule. It's just like, you're too good for that. Okay. You're too good for that. You're created for so much more. Don't allow someone to walk all over you or to string you along. All right. And if you're unsure, like, oh, am I allowing myself to be mistreated? Think of this example. If you saw someone treat your best friend or your brother or your sister, the way that he or she is treating you, would you be upset? And if you have to justify your answer as to why, you, oh, well, I might not. No, no, no. If you have to justify it, you, it would upset you. Yeah. So if someone is like, if you, yeah, if it wouldn't fly with your best friend or your brother or your sister, chances are they're mistreating you. And don't, don't just don't stand for that. You're too good for that. Sold. That's easy. Lock that one away. And our last rule for dating, number five, don't do anything that makes you a liar for life. Yeah, I did talk about this in part one, but I kind of wanted to to like pull it out in a little bit more depth is that um, like all of us are writing a story, like every decision we make um, in our lives is kind of becoming part of our story. And, and if you're in a stage of life where you're dating relationally, um, or, or sorry, when you're dating, uh, you're writing a story and I want you to write a story that you're proud to tell. Like it's as simple as that. Um, I don't want you to write a story that you're afraid that someone's going to ask about um, because one day, one day someone's going to ask you about it. And, um, and if you, if you've kind of got chapters of your story that you're like, oh, I'm not proud of, or I'm ashamed of um, what I want you to do is moving forward. I want you to write a different story. Um, and so if you're wondering like, oh, how do I do that? My suggestion would be like, get an empty box and put all the good things that you've accumulated mentally from things like binge dating, hookups, lying your way in, lying your way out, those pregnancy tests you had to take, the plan B pills you had to take, the, the nights you can't really remember, the stories you hope no one finds out, get a box and put all the good things you accumulated mentally from those relation, those dating experiences. Um, and my guess is when you add all that stuff up, it'll add up to a past that you'll lie about and a past that won't serve you well into the future. And it's a past that you wouldn't wish on your sons or your daughters or your best friends when you look all, at all of that stuff. Um, so my advice moving forward would be don't put anything else in that box, get a new box and start over. Stop adding stuff to that box. If you don't like what's in that box, stop adding stuff to it. Like if you wouldn't give that box, if you wouldn't give that relationship box to, to someone else, don't put any more stuff in it, get a new box, start over. And I, I think like that, when it comes to following Jesus, when you follow Jesus, when in the realm of romance and dating, like Jesus will make your life better and will make you better at life. And because the things that Jesus teaches in this area will prepare you, but they'll also protect you from doing things that, that you might not be so proud of. And I just, I just think that there's so many people who, who have a bet, they want to write a better story. And maybe you just need to be told, like, put the old box away and get a new box. Like, stop. You don't have to keep writing the story that you're writing. Um, yeah. yeah, I'd also say if it's available to you, get in a group, um, mm. get in a circle where this is a conversation that can happen. I think when you're, you know, and, and it's not 
as easy as it sounds to just like, oh, you know, don't put anything back in that box. Like you're going to make, like, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to um, potentially enter that place again and, and feel even more regretful. But when we are surrounded by community of people who we can actually talk about this kind of stuff with, or when we have people who are in our life who have successfully navigated dating into marriage, um, people who can actually speak into our lives and help us as well. I think that is just so helpful. I see, like if, if I if I was sitting down with a young person who was wanting to know advice, I would I would push them towards someone that's a few years older than me to give them the the right advice. I don't have the right advice for them, but uh, apart from trying to push them into a community of people or into a relationship that is just going to help them to to bounce these ideas off and just to talk through this kind of stuff. That's that's what I'd add to that as well. Mm, mm, that's a good that's a good one, Lucky. I'd second that. Yeah, awesome. Well, how good's that? Five rules for dating. That's a nice quick bonus episode. Yeah, I hope it's helpful to people who are tuning in. And if it is, um, share it with someone else who might find it helpful. Yeah, we don't know what's going to happen as a result of this one. Some people might get asked out on a date. Other mm. people might uh, change the course of their life forever, which yeah. equally, equally as exciting as one another. Mm. So uh, thank you very much, Chris, for jumping on um, this little bonus episode. I uh, really appreciate your time and, and the effort you put into this one, uh, knowing that this is just going to help a lot of people in this really interesting time of dating. Mate, I hope everyone who's listening to this, I hope there's just one thing that someone grabbed onto that will help them um, make better relationship decisions as a result of this. There's one person who grabs onto one thing. Um, that's that's what we done. hope for this episode. Too good. We'll see you back for part three. Can't wait.